Now, it's the ninth attribute of mercy. The classic throws into the depths of the sea all of our sins, which we explained yesterday was that the person where it comes down to is you had the Yidin in the Tzrayim. So the Yidin did a Vavis, and they needed to be in the Tzrayim. So Pharaoh came along to be the instrument of punishment. So then, after the Yidin did Tshuva, it could just well be that Hashem will say he did Tshuva, so it takes Pharaoh away. That's it. So it stops inflicting the evil. But instead, Hashem flips, turns the tables around, and ends up punishing Pharaoh. That. Um, so we explained that that is a tremendous need of Rachamim because Hashem doesn't need to do that. He could just say, You don't shuva, so I'm going to stop the suffering. Instead, he takes whatever implement of suffering there was and, and turns the tables on them. He explains that is a um, he explained there's a, there's a cloud, one of the spiritual rules, just like Nida Kinegan Nida is a spiritual rule. Just like, just like we have physical rules, gravity, you let go of something, it's going to fall. That's spiritual rules, which a person can rely on and a person can activate. Nida Kinegan Nida, Hashem treats you the way you treat other people. This is another meter, there's another rule of the spiritual world that the instrument of punishment, once the person does tshuva, Hashem has a rule that that implement of punishment must afterwards become nullified. Uh, we see, he brings the example from, if once, if, if based in had to afflict the death penalty on somebody, either stoning or the sword, so after the stoning was done, after the sword was used, the stones of the sword would have to be buried. Because the implements of punishment afterwards have to be nullified. So too, when Hashem, the enemies are against us as an instrument of punishment in order for us to do tshuva, so after we do tshuva, then the implement of punishment, the enemies that have been against us, become nullified not just move away, but they are, because they disappear. So now he's going to explain this. He's going to use Mubucha Netza as a example of this. This is the principle, underlying principle to the Shavim, the image, the idol, not the idol necessarily, it was a it was an image that Nebuchadnezzar saw in a dream. People are familiar, very many people are familiar with Pharaoh's dream. Pharaoh had a dream, he needed to interpret it. So they brought Yosef and he came to interpret it. Not everyone is familiar with Nebuchadnezzar's dream. He had a dream, he woke up and he forgot the dream. He asked for someone not only to interpret his dream, but to tell him what it was because he forgot what it was. All of his servants were almost gave up. They just thought that they were all going to be executed for not being able to comply. And Daniel came along and said, give me three days and I'll give me three days. And to Nebuah, 
he not only interpreted the dream, he told them what it was in the first place. Uh, so, and I think you could say, you know, if somebody doesn't know their dream, so then you can tell them anything. People recognize when it was a dream that they, they recognize what it was. Okay. Well, Harry, so this, this image, this, I, this statue, let's say, the statue that Nebuchadnezzar saw in his dream, that's what was going on. Nimshu, Yisrael, beyond Nebuchadnezzar, Bovel. The Jewish people were handed over to the, to the king of Bovel. So, there was the image, it had a head of gold, its body was silver, and moving down the body parts, it was gold, silver, uh, iron, or copper, iron, until the feet were a mixture of iron and clay. So, and, so, Roshay Bidahav, the head was gold, Nisna Rubisha, his head was subdued. And then, Suvian Pras, Shem Chadohi, Derohi Bidhasaf. So, this, this, the statue that Nebuchadnezzar saw was representative of four different kingdoms that Egypt afflicted the Jewish people and in turn one gave way to the other one, which in turn afflicted the Jewish people. As each one afflicted the Jewish people, it, it was taken over by another one, which afflicted the Jewish people, which was taken over by another one. Because of this rule, because once an implement of justice is used, it becomes nullified afterwards. So one of these kingdoms were pushed away by the other one. So this is, they got down to this kingdom, the top, the the, the kingdoms being gold, silver, and the, and the bottom one being partially uh, iron and partially uh, clay, is because each each kingdom was lesser, was was less important or less harsher, less powerful than the previous one. So my What was the ultimate good here? Sorry for who what is him doing? Hashem stood them up and did justice, exactly justice, punished these different kingdoms to deceive. As it says, Pita Echalabon. This is from this week's Pasha. Pita Echalabon. Now it's interesting because the usual Russian people know it's Pita Echalabon. I'd say the Soviet Tovus to the Jewish people because the usual Russian people are familiar with are Pita Echalabon. He's going to finish off his arrows on the Jewish people. But there's going to be Jewish people left. The explanation that the remark here is using is Chitzai calling, the Israel Ingham calling. It looks like the same Joshua, but he's using it for a different reason. Chitzai calling, but the, the arrows are going to be finished off, they're going to be destroyed. The arrows, as an implement of punishment against the Jewish people, are going to have to be destroyed. Where the Jewish people are going to survive. That's how he. That's how he. That's how he would explain that in light of everything that he's saying here. 
Achitze Kalim, the arrows which were used as an implement of punishment, will have to be destroyed. Yisrael Enam Kalim, whereas the Jewish people will not be destroyed. Beidim Bekuchado, Pazu Chasu, he's now fooling the Neil somewhere. Or the so this is it's talking about the iron part of the it's talking more about this statue this statue here. So he may bit the Felix it says that one second. The Statue was smitten on its feet. So, the only thing left of the statue was its feet. Because the power of all the other parts of the statue had already become nullified. The head and the arms, the and its torso, the and at the end, they were all buckled I think they were all smitten together. I see the Kaddish Bozu, Lahamid, Samoyim, Varashoyim, Oisim, Maislov, Kulosov. So in the end, even though they were all wiped out, Hashem is going to bring them back, stand them up again, in order to give them the appropriate punishment they deserve. The answer to him had been and punished them for what they had done. That is what it means Hashem will throw into the depths of the sea all of their sins. Which means to say, He's going to take the, the din, the power of justice, the attribute of justice, meaning the strict justice that Hashem exacts from people for the things they have done wrong. It's going to turn against these nations, these enemies, which are very the Metsuotiyam. So when we get to the expression here, the Metsuotiyam is the expression which actually refers to the enemies of the Jewish people, which had been used as an implement to afflict us for our sins. As we see in this project now, in what he's going to bring now, the Ashurian Kiyam Nigrash, the evil ones, like the ocean Nigrash, the roar, I think, Ki Hashkate, Nigrash, not sure, Ki Hashkate, where you have the Garshu, name of Refesh Vatich. So now, Ki Hashkate, you have, they won't be able to silence themselves. The Yigashu, name of the, the, the waters, will roar. Repetitive, so we'll be um, not exactly sure. They'll be filled with mud and, and repetitive, muddy stuff. So we see Rashoyan. The name here, we see Rashoyan, are referred to as the Yam. So when Hashem throws our sins into the Yam, it means that. that uh, exactment of justice which Hashem had used against us is going to turn against the great the, the uh, enemies which had been used which had been used as a implement of punishment against us. 
These are the ones who had done punishment against the Jewish people. Afterwards, everything they did to us will be turned on their heads. The reason is because after the Jewish people accepted justice upon themselves, they accepted some judgment. Hashem is, he, he has regret. Even on what he had done before. We did, so now, and he, he explained, he is to claim, means he seeks retribution for the uh, injustice that the Jewish people had of the embarrassment or the lowliness that they had suffered for their suffering. He exacts justice. He takes revenge for their suffering. The low die, and then besides this, the low die, besides this whole needle, that this is all talking about, let's say, if Pharaoh did exactly what he was supposed to do. Hashem said, you know, here's my Jewish people, they need a little bit of punishment. Pharaoh comes along and says, okay, I'll give them that little bit of punishment. What does he do? I don't know. He raises taxes against them. And so they suffer. Without all the shibu, without all the suffering, just, she just says, exactly, Hashem, well, how much am I supposed to do? Just raise taxes against them. Charge them a little more property tax, whatever. And he did that with if that's all Father did, he would still deserve to be obliterated afterwards. Because as an instrument of justice against the Jewish people. But beyond that, as This is the Pasuk referring to the, the Goyim. Not only did they do what they were supposed to do, they did way beyond um, their very mafia. They did beyond the letter of the law. It is way beyond what was called of them, called for of them, and for that also they deserve to be punished. But even without that, even if they did just what they were supposed to do, they still have to be nullified. Maybe they would have to be completely wiped out. Maybe they would just, you know, instead of being a world power, then end up turning into a third world country. Maybe they would not have to be killed or wiped out. Maybe it would just be, there would be somehow. Um, to lose their power. But considering having gone beyond the letter of the law, they completely wiped out. So now, there are a few lines left. Um, so I think I'll just finish off here. Come to meet the Zoe. Tell is Nahig Adam in Chavezoi. Also, with this attribute, a person needs to conduct himself uh, when, he, uh, when he deals with his friends. I feel you see a Russia Medusa Bisurin. You know somebody and he's in Russia and he's suffering. How are you saying you shouldn't hate him? It's easy to say, well, he must be regardless of suffering because of everything he did wrong. So, and so, so. You see, he's suffering. We have a. In my case, some of the Russia, and he deserves the, the Makkas is based in. He gets lashes. After he gets the lashes, no matter what he did, after he got his suffering, you now consider him a fifa, your, your brother. So here you see somebody, whatever he did wrong, 
You see he's suffering. You see it's probably because of something he's done wrong. Some people it's obvious. I don't know. Um, they're involved, I don't know, drugs or whatever, and they go way downhill and whatever, and they're in a very not good situation sometimes. You see, it's obviously because of their uh, life choices or whatever it is. Nevertheless, so, you see, suffering, he's got his suffering, now you see him as your brother. You call it a mordin, and you should bring close to Hashem those who rebel and those who are punished, those who are suffering. The Yerachim of them and have mercy on them. Should they ha ha? They got what they deserve. Is okay? Now they got what they deserve. They suffering, and now it's over. And the other, Now, not only that, you should save them from their suffering. Sometimes there's happens sometimes is big usually it's national international news some year it got stuck something not exactly hundred percent kosher he gets stuck in prison for whatever reason and he said well he did it himself said, no now he's there and now he's suffering now we should try to save him that's like Hashem turns the tables against them we should also try and help our suffering brethren out of their suffering the Al-Yama, you shouldn't say, he did it to himself. It's his fault. You shouldn't say that. You <coughs> should have mercy on him. He needs to this extent to the Tarashti, as we have explained.